All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blur Buffet Podcast. I'm Muffin. I'm Brian. And it feels weird introducing it. And this is the Blur Buffet. We're wondering why we did it out of order. Muffin decided to do an episode, uh, uh, flash episode. Muffin's in her feelings again and taking charge. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, I'm hurt deeply once again by a manga. We, here we are. We were here a couple months back in, like, what, January when we came back from our cruise, February. And I am, I'm in pain again. I just read Tokyo Ghoul for the first time. After having seen the show at least three separate times, including most recently with Brian. So today, we're going to go over Tokyo Ghoul, Tokyo Ghoul Route A, and all the fucking differences that Route A decided to ignore. And that's why it's one of the most hated anime on my anime list from what I read in the reviews last night. What indeed. So tell me, Brian, how you feel about Tokyo Ghoul? It's great. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I gotta use more body horror. Not body horror, more. You want more gore? There's not really much going when you think about it, considering the show where, like, yeah, we eat humans to continue. It's more gore than we've ever seen before. Not really. I've seen earlier the case clothes, and if you know, you know. Like, literally, we have a show where, like, yeah, man, we got to eat humans to survive. And we've seen, how many shoulder bites have we seen in this show? We've seen a lot of shoulder bites. How many, like, being down on the body, and then we just got to imagine them gnawing on something? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, come on, man. I can see that. that that's a, that's that, a valid that's, that's, complaint. That's my only gripe. But I know besides that, great stuff, man. I mean, 12, 15 episodes per season. I mean, I think the perfect uh, perfect spacing, perfect amount of time to flesh out, uh, I guess, that story. So they're trying to tell. Uh, I, I, yeah, because we basically watched, what, 24 episodes overall? Mm-hmm. Um, You felt good about those 24? What if I told you 12 of those were a fucking lie? Define lie. Fucking lie. Hey. Um, so you remember last season of My Hero Academia, right? Uh, yeah. Where the world was pissed at the second half of the arc because they were doing shit out of order compared to the manga. And I was right. one of them. So every week we were watching it and eventually we just stopped fucking watching it. I don't know why. Actually. We stopped watching because it got the situation where we were watching it when they were just doing the training. Not training arcs. They were sparring with each other. Class 1A, Class 1B. Uh, it was like four, five, six episodes in a row, just great fights, great storytelling, character development, yada, yada, yada. And then it got fucking weird, right? It got weird. It just didn't do anything. And then we decided, okay, it's not worth watching week to week because now we have nothing to look forward to because we don't yeah. know what's happening next. But before we go on, I don't know if we talked about this on mic, on the pod or not, but it turns about stuff being, ca- no, I think it was off the mic, stuff being canon, like what is canon relative to the manga, right? Like... Like you, you, yeah, that was off mic where you made my brain hurt yeah, yeah, with yeah. some kind of weird well, fucking analogy. We're not talk about it, was, it was, it was, it was. No, what, no, what did no, you say? Don't worry about the analogy. It's like canon to food. What was no, it? Don't Fuck. worry about it. My point being is, you're saying like uh, it's totally different from the manga. But let me before before you get into your uh, your rant, tell me this: if they just continue the show, do the show how they do it, without knowing the research material, the, excuse me, the source material from the manga. Does the, is the show bad all of a sudden? Like, that's a legit question. Not a not a stab, not a jab, but your philosophy, just a legit question. No, and see, this that's that's why I brought it back to My Hero Academia, because My Hero Academia, it was only manga readers who were mad at the way they were taking things. It was the way that they revealed that, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen, what, season five or six of My Hero Academia? I don't know what fucking season they're on. I think it's season five. Mm-hmm. Um, that Hawks is a double agent. They revealed that too fucking fast. Mm-hmm. We didn't have nearly enough time to question his motives, question which side he was really on. They just told us flat out, oh yeah, I'm working for the bad guys, but I'm really a good guy. It was real fucking stupid. Well, I, I think... 
for that, it's a situation where the show had already gone on too long for us to try to do long booking with a character we literally just met. Yeah. So it's a situation where, like, if they were going to make it longer, like like you said, it wasn't a manga, they had to introduce him way earlier. I, I need him to be introduced before Lock. Like, remember Lock Lock? Lock Lock I've introduced before uh, Gridlock, whatever his name is, the, the black guy with the white wife. Yeah, right I know here. what you're talking about. I, I, don't, I don't feel that strongly about it, but it... it what strongly about what? I was just saying he needs to be introduced earlier if you're going to do the long-term story by him being a double agent. That's yeah, I don't I'm think saying. he needs to be introduced earlier because he can't be introduced earlier. He's... If he's introduced at that point in the story, no, I see what you're saying because all of a sudden he's the fucking number two hero after All Might retires yeah. and he just came the fuck out of nowhere. Absolutely. Like, so yeah, I, I 100% like agree. The other of the top five, top ten heroes, we may not have got no, no screen time in terms of uh, knowing their personal life or yada, yada, yada. But it went to like best genius. He's the what, third or fourth best hero. Mm-hmm. He, he, he fucking tutored Bakugo. We see him. You we know, get no screen time. <laughs> no, no. We get enough to be like, it's not just some random guy. And we see him perform an action. Yeah. We see him keep Bakugo in shape. That's like, oh, shit, that's enough to me. We've real. seen way more of best genius Gang, and Gorka than Orca. we've ever seen of Hawks. And he plays a much bigger role in the story. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, that's a little bit upsetting. Yeah, we, I can see that. We see Fat Gum. If you were, oh, if, I love that. If you had told me that, hey, Kamui Woods is a top five hero, oh, I believe it. I fucking saw him in action. Even the dragon chick, when she got her fight during the uh, um, during the uh, overhaul arc towards the end. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about that on Anime After Dark last night. Right. And the chick who was talking about it could not for the life of her remember the name Overhaul. And I'm just like, Overhaul, Overhaul, right. Overhaul. Which reminds me, you know how like I'm bad at names, right? So I was talking to my coworker today, and uh, I was geeking out because... She's watching anime with her children, like I, like I told you. And her uh, kids wanted to watch Attack on Time with her. They finished that. Wanted to watch Demon Slayer with her. They finished that. And they were currently watching My Academia. Took a break because the pacing gets kind of bad. And gets kind of slow towards the end. And she couldn't remember any of their names. I'm just sitting there rattling off name after name after name. Oh, you felt like me. But you asked me who named 10 characters from uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Kaneki. Blue hair chick, blue hair chick sister, <laughs> old man owns the bar, the devil ape, can't even tell you the real name. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's more like maybe because we've just had so much time in the world of My Hero Academia for you mm-hmm. and versus only like 24 episodes of Tokyo Ghoul. And it's going, it, it, they're, they're throwing character after character after you, so I can see why you wouldn't. But you really don't know Toka's name? No, I keep wanting to say Toga, Toga from uh, My Hero My Hero. <laughs> um, anywho, let's get fucking back on track. Um, so you're you're enjoying Tokyo Ghoul, absolutely. And the reason why I brought up My Hero Academia is because they did things out of order, and people were mad about it. Well, apparently in 2014, 2015, people were mad about fucking Tokyo Ghoul Route A two, uh-huh. and I remember this vaguely, but I didn't give a fuck because I'm just like, oh, there's just people on the internet being mad, and now I'm currently a podcaster on the internet being mad. <laughs> so, um, pass me, shut the fuck up. Um, shit, where was I going with that? Uh-huh. Anywho, yeah, they're they're mad because the events after the eleventh ward raid are so completely different. It's almost unrecognizable. All right, different now. Tell us how it happened. So let's start after the raid. Right. Um, let let's start right before the raid. The raid is referring to when the Algeri not the Algeri, they're in like no. that abandoned mall. Jason has Kaneki in the basement. Oh, that raid. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the raid from season two. What they no. raided the coffee shop. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. All right, go ahead. But so the CCG go to the 11th Ward to this specific location based off of a tip from an anonymous caller. Uh-huh. The anonymous caller is fucking Hide, Kaneki's best friend. Okay. 
He gets hired by the CCG because they're just like, well, your information was fucking good, so let's bring you on board. Right. You're basically going to be our intern, our errand boy, and that's what we see all throughout Tokyo Ghoul Route A. Right. It was never just explicitly said, uh-huh. that's what he's fucking doing. Uh-huh. Um, and he's doing all this in the manga. It makes it seem like he's doing all this to protect Kaneki. Did you get that vibe throughout Route A, or did it just seem like he was just being nosy as fuck until that last episode? No, I'm, I'm gonna answer your question. It seemed like he was being nosy as fuck, but no, at no point in time did his actions in the anime seem out of place. Like he, no, had, it never does. But see, but see, I feel like that, that, not not the issue, but like one of the things was like, it's like yeah, it's raining outside. We don't have an umbrella. I don't have an umbrella, but granted, the place I'm walking has an awning. Does that make the, no your analogy mean that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, my, no, okay. Point being, I'm going outside. It's raining. Oh shit! I don't have my umbrella. Well, it's a good thing where I'm going has an awning. I don't need an umbrella anyway. It was nice to have it, but where I'm going, it just happens to have an awning. So okay. My point being is, he may have been a spy in the manga. He may have uh, like made it seem like okay, hey, good tips. We're gonna bring you in, and that they may have interesting character development that way. But from what the anime, just showing him like having a little conspiracy board and like Loki figuring on his own that his best friend's a ghoul, it worked out just fine in my opinion. As someone who didn't read the manga, I, I didn't feel like his role was kind of thrown in there out of place. No, he's known that Kaneki was a ghoul since like episode four. But like after your boy after attacked them. yeah the college when they get attacked going down that alley they're like yeah. walking back from getting like fish pies or whatever uh. and by fish pies I mean little pastries that are shaped like fish but filled with sweet red bean goodness it's right. not a fucking fish pie uh. um yeah he's known since then he played dead that's that's what they said in Tokyo Ghoul Route A yeah he said that also yeah in the last episode yeah um that that shit's not said in the manga <laughs> what that he played dead. Yeah, yeah, that scene that happens at the end, and I we're gonna skip around just a teeny tiny bit, but bear with us. They do not go back to Anteku at the end of Tokyo Ghoul. That scene completely fabricated. It ends an entirely different way. All right, I was um, we'll get there. Um, well, okay, so- okay. Well, if you're gonna not answer my question here, well, let me say this about him about the uh, playing dead thing. Like, I feel like. Oh, uh, fuck. What am I going to go with this? I don't know. It'll, it'll come back It feels me. a little bit retcon. But it'll come back again. You'll get another chance if, and right, just okay. interrupt me if it comes back to your yeah, brain. all right, all right. Um, so at the, after the 11th Ward raid, in the anime, Kaneki teams up with Algiri Tree. He mm-hmm. decides, if I team up with them, I'm going to be stronger, and maybe they'll help me keep the CCG off of Anteku's back. Yeah, like an Atachi situation. Yeah, that shit don't happen. In the manga, uh, he happened? never teams up with Algiri Tree. He hates Algiri Tree. Right. Well, he can. He hates Algiri Tree from the in the anime too. Honestly, he he does. That's true. They keep that. He doesn't like working with them. He's just using them. Yeah. Yeah. He don't do that shit in the manga. All right, what does he do? He him Banjo and Suki Yama, the pervy purple hair man. Um. Oh, the other pervy. Yeah, they form. Do they both have purple hair? Who? The the dude who. Was sniffing Kaneki's blood napkin, and then also the guy who was Jason's little boy toy. They both have purple hair. Oh my! Jason's boy toy is blonde. Is he? Uh huh. All right. Okay. All right. Now you're talking about purple hair, dude. All right. Continue. Sorry. Um, they form their own little group, Cabal. They have no organization. They're just hiding out in some fucking apartment somewhere. Like a a la Ultier and uh, your boy Jalal after. yeah, <laughs> kind of. So in uh in Tokyo Ghoul the anime Rude, uh-huh. 
the next major event is the attack on the prison, right? Uh-huh. That shit doesn't is not on screen in the manga. Okay. Kaneki's not a part of it. It's not that big of a deal. It's happening the exact same time that the raid on the eleventh ward is happening. The raid eleventh ward being the the where Jason is hiding. Okay. So at it, the people that they left behind at that abandoned mall, that was just like a tenth of their people. Okay. The majority were over in the 24th ward attacking that prison because everybody who mattered was in the 11th ward. Right. They used that shit as an attraction. Wouldn't that have been great in the anime? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Everyone who's important, like from what side? The, uh, from Algiri Tree. Like, so all the big hitters were in the 11th ward. No, all the big hitters from Algiri Tree, like the the yeah yeah the dude with the red mask and the ponytail dude. Yeah, in the manga, they're all fucking attacking the prison. <laughs> they're Wait, they're so doing in the, in the manga. In attacking. the manga, they're attacking the prison. In the anime, also, everybody is hanging out. But they're also attacking the prison in the anime. No, that's months later. Kaneki's already been tortured. He has white hair. He's a part of Algiri Tree. He's working with them to attack the prison. Okay. It happens way earlier and off screen in the manga. I think that's an interesting decision because I personally would have loved to have seen them breaking out and getting that fucking long-haired muscle man with the mustache who just fucking disappears in the anime. Yeah, that bitch don't disappear in the manga. All right, before we talk about his disappearance or reappearance in the manga, it it seems to me really the only, I guess, uh, gratifying difference is is that Kaneki is not part of Algeria. Now we're just seeing this this big, bad, not terrorist organization, but big, bad organization kind of, you know, flexing their muscles. It's almost kind of like the Phantom Trooper and Hunter Hunter where they just fucking killed everybody in York New City type thing. So... Not fancy. We just we just missed a, a big moment, I guess. Uh, a moment where we're not following that main character, I suppose. I mean, I, I guess that, that's not that big of a deal. No, because it never gets brought up. All we know is that on the news, they are telling us that there was an attack in the prison in the 24th Ward, and that's it. Okay. And then the people that we saw in the anime who were released from the prison, mm-hmm. mainly just that one guy with the super fucking long hair yeah. and Jason's underling. Yeah. They're just suddenly magically a part of Valkyrie Tree All in the manga. Right. All right, no. We don't care about their breakout. Nobody who was important was there to do it. And nobody who was important was at the 11th Ward raid. Right. It wasn't that big of a success. And in the manga, they consider that shit a fucking failure. All right. Well, I feel like that had to happen in the anime because your boy was part of Valkyrie uh, is part of Valkyrie Tree. Yeah, they had no choice because they changed their mind and made him a part of Valkyrie Tree when in reality, he never fucking was. All right. But like, um, all right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say it's like a situation where they did a situation where they decided to change it from the manga to the anime, but they made best way, right? Yeah, it, it's like so, like, hey man, we we, we got this. Uh, fuck, we really want a sandwich, but we got this stale bread now. Let's go ahead and fucking make croutons have itself a salad. Yeah, I'm really not mad at the decisions that the anime made do with. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset with it at all. Right. The changes are justifiable there. And we're getting to the point where I am extremely disappointed mm-hmm. um, because after the 11th Ward raid, Kaneki's putting the pieces of his life together. He's training, um, doing all this shit. The CCG is focusing on figuring out who the fuck the eye patch is. Mm-hmm. And we know it's Kaneki. Mm-hmm. They're just now finding out it's Kaneki. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy Hide is working with the CCG, so they interrogate him about Kaneki. He's like, hey, your friend used to work at Anteku, right? Mm-hmm. Your friend used to go to Kami, right? Your friend was also in an accident where he's been, like, he was in an accident where he had to have surgery, and that's the part where he goes missing from the world. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? 
So they're starting to put the pieces all together and realizing, who the fuck would do this surgery? Mm-hmm. And that's where we get to Dr. Connor. Right. Which, from what I could tell, is what most people was upset were upset about that dr connor wasn't like named and shown in the anime yes beyond that first episode we're supposed to just fucking forget about him in the anime he's just he's just fucking gone right well i see see, see I, i'm not gonna say we're going around in circles with this but it, they decided not to present dr connor which i can understand would be pretty cool to see that like that concept that element in the show but since they didn't do that, they made it. They made. They gave us a raid on the prison instead of what well, I'm no, about no, to tell you well, happened no, in the mountain. Well, no, no. I was going to say they made CGC. They, they were clueless about the whole Kaneki having surgery. They had like no leads whatsoever. Yeah. They kind of stumbled upon that fact. So they kind of made them naive in the anime while in the manga seemed like they had a. They They're had a, much more sinister and intelligent. Right. Yeah. Once again, man, I feel like the decision they made. I like. I, I can't say this for certain because I'm not a manga reader, but I can say based on this alone. They did a good job. If they were going to change what happened in the manga, they did a good job, I guess, covering their tracks and not making the changes seem like plot holes. More like disappointments. Difference between plot holes and disappointments. Right? Yes. Right. But but go ahead. So, but, um. So at yeah, at this point, um, in the anime timeline versus the manga timeline, anime timeline. This is where we get the raid on the prison. This right. is where Kaneki displays his centipede mm-hmm. Kagane yeah. and starts attacking weird Shinohara. He's the weird hairline guy. Yeah. And in the manga, what I was reading, none of the, none of that shit has happened. Mm-hmm. I'm at chapter 100. I'm at like chapter 98, 99. And that's where last night, we, it was 930. Yo, I should have been asleep. I'm just like... <gasps> Dr. Kano used to work for the fucking CCG. Your ass was just like, oh, well, yeah, of course he did. And I wanted to punch you in the nuts so bad. I'm just saying, bro, that's just good writing. It it, is. That because because I was able to sniff it out doesn't make it bad writing. It just makes it... Because sometimes, like, what's the concept? Occam's razor, like, like sometimes the, 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 the simplest... Yeah, it's a horse, not a zebra. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much that, like, right. Um, but yeah, so but then 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 it was later in the night and I started cheering because he's ex CCG. He he didn't start doing his fucked up shit until after he left the organization. Which made me very excited because it was like Brian's wrong, Brian's wrong. I couldn't stand the idea that I've known about this show for years and never once thought about the implications of everything that happened and never once bothered to go back and read the manga because I'm literally just now doing it. Oh well, yeah. But still, Brian's wrong. I mean, sure, I, I, I guess I was wrong, but I didn't go out and stay like, yeah, he, he's part of C, CGC. Because like, cause I, I guess I look at it this way, right? Because if he still was, I, I'm, I'm doing this strictly from an anime perspective, right? Because I did not read the manga. If he was still part of CGC, and based on what I've been saying this whole entire episode thus far, they're doing a good job of covering their tracks if they're going to change the manga to the anime. Yes. But they made the CGC seem naive to about everything that's going on in terms of ghouls. All I know is ghouls are bad. We got to hunt and kill them. They didn't seem to question where their fucking armors and weapons come from. They didn't seem to question about, you know, how what one-eyed ghouls and shit. So for him, for, for him to still be part of CGC, we're kind of been like, like, hold on. Not everyone could be fucking be dumb and blind to this. Like, they had, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in shows and anime, there has to be somebody who's fucking privy to, like, the, the dark secrets and whatnot, right? And that person is Arima. Don't know who that we'll is. We'll get to him. <laughs> 
I'll tell you who he is later. So in the anime, this is what should have happened basically up to this point. Kaneki splinters off. He's like, I can't go back to Anteku. I can't get any stronger there. There's nothing you guys can do for me. I refuse to go to Algiri Tree because they're fucking cunts. And I'm not going to fight with them. I want to fight against them to protect you guys. And I'm going to do that by working with Bonjo, weird goatee boy, and purple pervert boy. And we're going to venture out. And you know what? If I want answers about who I am, what my powers are, and what I can fucking do because I'm still hearing all these voices inside of me, I need to find Dr. Kano. Right. And the exact same time, the CCG is just like, let's focus on the fucking eye patch. Our ward in the 11th raid was a bust. I still kind of want to go after the rabbit. Let's figure out what the fuck happened in the 20th ward. Let's find Dr. Kano. Uh-huh. Because we, this, we're tracing it backwards. We have the eye patch. Around the same time that he started showing up, a student who, a common university student, fucking disappeared in a weird accident with the with the person that we suspected was the binge eater. Right. So we're believing that an Amon and his partner, Akira, Dr. Mato, not Dr., uh, Mr. Mato's daughter, mm. they're putting it all together. They're just right. like, what if there's a way to make artificial ghouls? What if... Dr. Kano was doing weird shady shit at this weird fucking hospital named Kano University Hospital because he could do whatever the fuck he wanted there. Made him the way he is. Let's go find Dr. Kano. Algiri Tree is just like, how the fuck are there more one-eyed ghouls? We thought there was only one one one-eyed ghoul and we know she was the she was the result of a Ghoul and a human, a human boinking. He ain't she. Hmm? He ain't she. Is the one I oh, girl? Mm hmm. Oh, well, yeah, I can see that. Cause like, like, like cause, cause then I, I clearly said yesterday when we were talking about, uh, when we saw. Uh, the, the fight happening. Like, hey man, the one I doesn't she remind you of it? Oh, I, I didn't say she. I, the, I, the bandaged chick. Huh? That's that's what you're talking about? No, I'm talking no, I'm talking about when the one eyed owl was fighting. Like doesn't like doesn't the one eyed owl remind you of your girl from Jujutsu Kaisen, the the flower person that totally Yeah, that, uh Hanami. Yeah, and then also like doesn't she also remind you of the the, the, the curse from the Rika. Yeah, so like so yeah. so basically I was calling her female when I was saying Yeah, you you basically were and that's, well, that's because, pretty funny. Because, because you know why I guess I didn't jump to that conclusion? Because like I guess they just quote unquote distracted me with the fact that uh, Stitches, Stitches, uh, investigator was a boy, right? Like, yeah. Like, okay, like, I, I guess that distracted me from realizing, oh, the one out could be a female, which I guess. It, Actually, in the manga, Stitches, his gender is none. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, that, that works fine too. But it's just a little thir- throwaway speech bubble. It just says Ray Suzia, gender none. Right. Now, is it a big deal that it's a female rather than a male? Like, not in terms of like, uh, no. Yes, but we'll get there. Okay, go ahead. Because it's one of the fi- it's one of the standout panels of the final chapter of the manga. Um it's so gorgeously drawn and beautiful. Um what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, everybody's looking for Dr. Kano. Yeah. Um and Algiri Tree is also going after Dr. Kano because they're just like, why they're more one-eyed ghouls? Why are they so fucking strong? Right. Who the fuck is Dr. Kano? All right. So they all converge on Dr. Kano's home. He has this massive mansion. It looks empty, but on the record, it says that there's a basement. So uh, Kaneki and his group, they get there first. Um, Kaneki gets pissed and he releases his Kagane. um, And it opens up a secret wall made of flesh. 
and it only like appears because like you have to have a kagane in order to get the fuck in there and it leads them to this disgusting underground lab it's full of bodies full of experiments of dr kano's like failed attempts at making another kaneki kaneki was never meant to survive he was like one of the first trials and dr kano is just like i can't believe you've grown so much this was a fucking like miracle and you get the big reveal that rize is still alive because she's in a tube he's been using her cells this whole time and just wanting to make more and also dr kano is directly responsible for the black and white chicks what the the two twins, no, well, Shiro and Kuro. Well, I mean, well, yeah, if he created Kanaki, he most likely created twins too. Yes, uh, I'm just saying this is where we get confirmation. We don't get that shit in the anime. <laughs> we mean, just was well, like, oh, well, let's go back to daddy. Well, I suppose, but like, I mean, well, okay, well, even though we didn't get that in the anime, was there any doubt in your mind that that whoever created Kanaki didn't create? Oh, Kanaki? absolutely not. But that until their appearance, I forgot Doctor Kano existed. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what was I gonna say? Now is Rize dead? I mean, is Rize alive, or is she just being like harvested, siphoned? Right? Like, like for like, Rize is alive. Like, like, like alive, like a. Uh, uh, she's not sane enough to hold a conversation, but she's awake and sentient. Okay. She's just insane. And so it's kind of like uh, fuck. Wasn't there a character, I could be wrong, wasn't there a character mainly from the first three X-Men movies where, I think it was the second X-Men movie where William Shrekham's son, he was just like that, he was like brain dead, but he was being used to, fuck, he was being used to do something. He used like, he was like, used, like some kind of mutant weapon or some kind of mutant. I think I know what you're talking about, but it's been a really long time since I've seen X-Men 2. Now, the point being is like, because I, I, I want to... But now, there's also the Logan clone. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm just trying to get a clear picture because I want to like, uh, see how excited I should, not excited, see how surprised I should be that she's still alive. Like alive in a sense of like, oh shit, we thought she was dead because uh, she couldn't survive getting the organs taken out of her. Or alive in a sense of like, she just needs to be, I don't, I don't know how I want to say this, she just needs to to not be dis- totally disintegrated for me to use her, like her, use her cell, like a Hashirama type thing, right? Like, you know how, like, Hashirama... It's not like Hashirama. She, she's alive. Her body's intact. She's missing, like, the knees down. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. Okay. Um, But unfortunately, nothing comes from it by the end of of Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Um, because Yomo, uh, the long, long gray-haired dude with Anteku, um, who takes Toka and Hinami out of the war... Yeah. Oh, he just swoops in that fucking fight, takes her, steals her away, and locks her up in a shipping container. <laughs> um, and feeds her every now and then to keep her alive, but that nothing more than that. Oh, so and what, that's got to be terrible for a binge eater. So that's what, so, so what if it got it from? Why was what if? What? The, putting someone in a, a, a crate and feeding every now and then. Remember the, the Wanda Water from Vision was Oh, yeah. Blind, yeah. Wanda <laughs> feeding, uh, uh, it's very Wanda. reminiscent of that. Right. Um, and I'm wondering, it, and I'm hoping that something comes of it in Tokyo Ghoul Re. Mm. But anywho, this is where we get the the cochlea, that's the name of the, the prison, the cochlea fights, mm. where we get Kaneki versus long-haired mustache, mustache man. Uh. Um, don't know his name. 
Don't think it matters. And we get um, Yamari, Jason's underling, versus Akira, the Mado's daughter. Okay. And we get Amo versus Kaneki. And Kaneki versus um, Weird Hairline Guy. Lots of fights. But they're all happening within this lab. Um, Kaneki's group is still there. Sukiyama is like kind of pairing up with Naki in order to beat the fuck out of uh, Mado's daughter. I'm going to just call her Mato because Mato's dead by the oh, time yeah, we're talking fine. about all this anyway. Um, beating the fuck out of Mato. So they they paired up. Mm-hmm. Um, Banjo is running through the sewers trying to get out. Um, he got having a hard time of it. Right. Um, and by this time, I, so clearly Algiri Tree is here. Kaneki's team is here. Anteku swoops in in the middle of the fight. And by Anteku, I mean just Yomo, long-haired guy. Yeah. Steals Rize's body, gets the fuck out of there. And little bandage girl is talking to Dr. Kano. Mm -hmm. Basically being like, the doves are coming. They're like, they're here. They're about to fuck up your lab. You obviously can't stay here. You want to join Algiri Tree? And he's like, yeah, sure. I got nothing better to do. And this is where we get Suzia, Stitch Boy, fighting against the twins. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is where I have to apologize because last night I told you that that wasn't a CCG Academy. I was incorrect. It was a CCG. It was a CCG Academy. Yeah, what you're referring to, folks, is, is uh, I, I I was using that as an, not an argument, but using it as my logic to to like, of course, Doctor Kano was working for the CCG. Well, yeah, because like I thought like based on the flap that just showed in the anime <coughs> that the twins and uh, what's his name, Susia. Su- Su- yeah, Susia. That they were like in the same like university training center together, right? One one of them went to become an investigator. The other two became fucking ghouls, right? Like so, something it, it wasn't. It, it's more it's more uh, reasonable to believe that something is happening within. Let's just call it the government, right? The CG. Something is happening within then, rather than a ghoul came and snatched two random twins who happened to be fr- like no 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 nothing is that coincidental, right? So that's so. Here's my theory, because it was not blatantly confirmed, and hopefully, once again, it'll come back up in Tokyo Ghoul Re. Um, The twins, their father also worked for the CCG. Okay. And he was never, he wasn't an investigator. He was like a scientist or some shit. Right. Um, And he disappeared. Mm -hmm. So I'm anticipating Dr. Kano finding his daughters. Like, I'm assuming they used to be colleagues. Uh He found out that that his daughters were orphans. He's like, what the fuck happened to your dad? He found out what the fuck happened to your dad. Now he's ex-CCG and taking the twins and revealed something to them that made them want to become ghouls. Something the CCG must have taken them out. Taken out the twin dad. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would they have a grudge and be like, fuck humanity? If the CCG didn't do something to one of their own that they should have been protecting or lauding for his intelligence and all that shit. Right. If... If they didn't do something shady. So hopefully we get more information about that in Tokyo Ghoul Re. I just know by the end of Tokyo Ghoul, we did not get that. Right. Um, so question for you. Uh-huh. Now that I've set up what's happening in Dr. Kano's lab and all the information that we're getting and all the weird overworld connections, do you feel like that was a reasonable thing to take out to leave out of the anime? Uh <laughs> I mean, I, I I can say this: the inclusion of it would have made it, you know, I guess a more fun watching experience. Experience, but I guess looking at it, looking at it like this: if I add, 
Yavor Kano and his storylines in there, does that automatically fit any plot holes the show may have? No, because I don't think the show had any plot holes based on just how the show presented itself to a non-manga reading like myself, right? But that would have been pretty cool to have... Now, granted, put it this way, I don't think it could have still been 12 episodes, 15 episodes. I think now we're looking at 20-plus episodes per season if you're going to introduce the Kano-type stuff. Because that's... No. No, well, no, I say that because that kind of stuff would take a little bit more building, a little bit more nuance, a little bit more for me to care, right? Because, look, 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 God bless you. This is the stuff that you're adding, well, that the Mongo add. We're adding Hide becoming a, a double, not a double agent. Well, I, I guess you can kind of say a double agent. Let's call him a double agent. He's a double agent because he's only working for the CCG. Right. And we'll talk about this when I talk about the differences in the ending. Right. He's only working for the CCG to help Kaneki right. out because so, he's known from the jump that Kaneki was right. a ghoul. So, so, so we have that going on. Obviously, we don't have Kaneki part of Algiri, uh, uh, Algiri Tree for a minute, right? Oh, he never joined Algiri Tree. So now we have to dedicate screen time to them doing their thing and also screen time to Kaneki, you know, because he's fucking our main character, right? So that's two things. We got to bring in the Con, we got to bring in Kano, obviously. We, now we get more, a little bit longer flight, more flight backstory for the twins, maybe a little bit more for, um, for, uh, Stitches Boy, a, a little bit more. Hell, maybe a little more for the one-eyed owl, honestly, because now, yeah, see, 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 so, so that's why I said it has to be 20, because now you just can't, like, oh, let's go get five minutes here, five minutes there. Nah, I feel like that, now we're getting into 20 episodes type thing, which would be fine, totally fine, because I, I... I'm going to say no, because all that shit that we got with Toka and Hinami, take that shit out. Okay. I, don't, I don't want it. In the anime. No, no. <laughs> I don't want those well, look, look, I'll say this. I didn't need it. As a watching experience currently with how I watch it, I don't need that now. But if I'm going to add the, the Kano stuff, I would not be opposed to having it. Cause now, well, you can't have it in the manga world because Hinami never stayed with Toka. Hinami left with Kaneki at the end of the raid, where? wherever he's living. She told Toka that you don't need me. Kaneki needs me more. I'm going to go with him. Yeah, because but, after the but, raid on the 11th Ward, Kaneki goes back to Anteku to heal. Uh-huh. He's not kidnapped. He doesn't walk away. He goes back to Anteko to heal, and then once he leaves, she's like, I can't be here. Hinami leaves with him. Wait, no, wait, wait. wait. When you say you can't have the Toka and Hinami, then what? what are you like not- when they're sitting and sad in the apartment and, to- and Hinami's crying because Kaneki's gone. Oh, no. I'm talking about the whole thing where, her, like, she gets her mom killed. That's all I'm talking about. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, at all. <laughs> no, see, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. You still need that because. No, that's the first season. None of the, all of that is manga accurate. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, you still need that because, you know, if, if, if you're going to have that kind of layer and that kind of, like, inter, intertwining webs from characters, you might as well give every character, if it's going to be only be two seasons, 20 episodes apiece, you might as well give every character, like, you know, that fucking bullet point to connect, you know, all can be connected back to, you know, different characters in the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's get back to the manga. All right. Um,. So you remember last night when we were looking at, okay, what the fuck is Tokyo Ghoulry? And we saw, that they started talking about the damn clowns. Oh, yeah. And I, I throw a little bit of a fit because that time I got reincarnated as a slime. What the fuck is up with those Harley Quinn people? Yeah. Um, well, what the fuck is up with those clowns in fucking Tokyo, Tokyo Ghoul? Right. Um, they're devious little bitches. All right. Oh, they're clowns. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Clowns will always be evil. That's why I don't fuck with clowns. I, I have a... 
I have a phobia of clowns. I can't I can't take it in any form. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, don't email us with clown shit. I'm gonna be mad. Clowns fan. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. Don't DM us. Don't add me on Twitter about with clown shit. I mm, fuck you. Um, so after the Dr. Kano fight, everybody goes their separate ways. Everybody's still alive. You still get the exact same scene that we get in the prison where Kaneki's losing his shit. He has the Kukaju out and he's eating hairline guy, or it looks like he is. And I'm gonna lose his shit because, like, how dare you eat one of my coworkers? I thought you didn't want to be a monster. And Kaneki is crying. Oh, I don't want to be a monster. I remember saying that to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the fight's over. He runs away and shit just goes on exactly how it does in the after the prison, which like, I like these similarities. I just wish that the context was what it was supposed to be because it it lends itself to the world so much more. It's so good. Um, And Juzo, not Juzo, uh, Shinohara, weird hairline guy is just like, yeah, he wasn't trying to eat me. He was eating my armor, Arata. Mm. Do you know that name? Oh, you asking me? No, I do not know. That is the name of Toka and Ayato's father. Oh, okay. That's the name of his armor. Okay. It's the name of a ghoul that he killed, and my disgust for the CCG just grows even more because it's it wasn't just that one fucker motto mm. who was Queen K addicted. And naming his shit after ghouls that he's taking their lives and doing it proudly. Mm. It's also like one of the most likable CCG investigators in the show also takes this practice and names his armor after a ghoul that he fucking murdered. Mm. Who had two children that he left behind. He has a family. I'm just so sickened by this. And like, I I get it. It's the state of the world. It's it's what it is. It's what it is. But I will never find myself on the CCG side. And that's that's what we have to talk about. That's what we're talking about when we talk about Attack on Titan and Tokyo Ghoul together. Yeah, that's yes. Um, that ain't my car. Um, <laughs> where am I going with this? No, you were saying about how you're more disgusted by CCG because... Uh... Oh, yes. This is, this is more world building and connecting more people that we don't get in the show. Because we find out that that's Shinohara's armor's name we of course get the same flashback that we do get in the anime even though it's a little awkwardly placed of uh toka and ayato's backstory how their relationship with their dad was we got to see toka's flashback of it when toka and ayato are fighting on the roof in the 11th ward but we get a little bit more because we find out that toka and yo not toka arata Toka's father and Yomo are, are connected. That's his brother-in-law. He was married to his sister. His sister died. And Toka's father goes and begs on his knees. He's like, Yomo, I'm so sorry. I wasn't strong enough to protect your sister. And that's how Yomo meets Yoshimura, the one-eyed owl's father. Mm-hmm. Um, because he goes on a rampage. He's mad at the doves. He's like, you killed my... He's targeting weird hairline guy. Because he's like... You killed my sister. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck all y'all. Fuck all the doves. And you're just like, fuck the police. And of course, when he literally murders them. So th- that's that's just another like smaller connection because you're wondering at the end of the anime, why is Yomo sitting out of this fight? 
Well, because that's his niece. That's the only relative. That's the only thing he has left of his sister left alive. I'm going to go protect them, even though I love Yoshimura and everything that he's done for me. Mm. This is what he asked me while he's throwing his life away at the end of the anime. Right. I'm just like, oh, this shit's heavy. Anywho, I forgot about the clowns. <laughs> we find out that the mask maker, like tiny character, mm. easy to forget about him, like super fucking easy. He's a clown. Not cool. He's a goddamn clown. Well, yeah, him and also the chick who owns the bar. She's a goddamn clown. Yeah, we found that by looking through the Tokyo Gori episodes. Um, but it is also hinted at in the very last chapter of the manga. Mm. Because, so after the Dr. Kano lab, everything play, that plays out for the, the leading up to the raid of Anteku, it happens the exact same way. Mm. So I'm very happy that they kept it. It was similar enough to where nobody can really be mad at the way that it ends. You want a little bit of it to be different because we find out right before the raid, we get uh, Yoshimura's backstory. He tells the exact same, there was a man named Kuzin story, right? Mm. Did you enjoy that? Wait, what's that? The Kuzin backstory, like Yoshimura's backstory, all of that. Who's Kuzin? The owner of Anteku, the one-eyed owl's father. Did oh, you like his story? Oh, yeah. no, I like the story for sure. Because okay. it, it, it made sense. He, you know, he was uber powerful. He was he felt empty inside. He fell in love with a human, made a one-eyed ghoul, and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's what if I told you it was a little bit different? Uh, how so? Kuzan was not able to get away from his organization entirely. We saw that in the manga too, but in the I mean, we saw that in the anime too. In the anime, it's his organization, they're, him and his wife and their child, they're all running for their lives. Mm-hmm. That's not the case in the manga. Mm-hmm. Kuzan is approached and they're just like, hey, your wife's a journalist. She's been publishing a few uncomfortable things about ghouls. You got to shut her up. So Kuzan has to shut her up. He kills her. Say something. Uh, <laughs> yes, say something. Alright, all right, well that 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 definitely shocked value. That definitely oh my god, it's like well I don't know. I, I guess it's kinda of tough to say, like what do you do you risk risking your whole your whole uh He kills her in order to hide the existence of their baby. And then he leaves the baby in the twenty fourth ward where his organization has never interacted with, has never been has no influence. Mm-hmm. So he takes the L, he kills his wife, and hides his child. All for the sake of what? Uh... To to keep the existence of a one-eyed ghoul a secret. That ghouls and humans can have children. All of that. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, definitely heartbreaking that he had, he had to kill his wife. But, I mean, honestly, that, that's, that's the kind of dark stuff I would appreciate it if that would have, in Tokyo Ghoul, if that would actually happen. Yeah, and, it, and, it feels like they're and, and they're the, softening the blows, right? And then also, it'll be pretty cool considering, like, yeah, all right, now that that's his biggest sin, right? Like that, and him trying to atone in the last final fight of season two of Tokyo Ghoul, where it felt a little bit more. Yes, yeah, so you bring up atonement, and that's such a good word because that's literally why he. So when we get the flashback of Kuzan, we don't necessarily see him cover his face with mm. the mask, right? Mm. But. 
So years later, after abandoning his child in the 24th Ward, there starts he starts hearing rumors of a monster ghoul with one eye doing all these terrible things, attacking doves and gaining all this power. So in order to protect that one-eyed ghoul in the 24th Ward, he changes his entire appearance to look like that and take some of the heat off. Mm-hmm. Starts making appearances in other places, wreaking havoc, doing all this other shit. So his child still won't be endangered because he knows that that has to be his child. It's the only way. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucked up? Is it fucked up? That I mean, like, like, like all of that shit, it's so heavy. And it's just, it's not, it's not that clear in the show because we don't ever get an answer on why he looks that way. Why, who looks that way? Why Yoshimura, the, uh, the, the bar owner? Yeah, why he looks that way. Like how when he transforms to the one eyed, well, to, to his, his uh, like versus the flashback because we saw him transform in the flashback. We saw him summon his shit in the. They look the same to me. No, they look different. You sure they look pretty much the same to me? No, they look... any any fucking. Right, it doesn't okay. matter. It's not that big of a deal, but it just adds another layer of sadness to why he's willing to go down. Right here, right now, when he had advance warning mm. that there was going to be a raid on his ward and they're all going to die tonight. Right. He's like, you know what? Maybe if I die here, they'll stop hunting for the owl. <laughs> well, that doesn't fucking go to plan because the owl immediately appears once he's dead. Now, now, what are you, like, talking about that? From You may know because it may be no manga, but why did the owl, the real owl appear right then and there? Is it strictly because they're trying to kill the investigators because that's that mission goal statement? Or did he sense that his dad was there? Did he sense that his dad got killed? What, what, what do you think? The, the owl has always known who Yosh- Yoshimura is. Uh-huh. Um, the owl is the reason for the raid. The one-eyed owl, the real one, mm-hmm. is the reason for the raid on Anteku. What, in the manga or the show? In the manga. It's not explicit in the show. Oh, in the show. And you can make the logic leaps. Well, yeah, because, because it's the journalist chick. And if you say that one out the head of Algeria with the journalist chick yep. work, then, then yeah, I, yep. I guess. But That's that's why she shows up. Shows up where? At the end of the raid on Anteku. She knew it was going to happen. She was waiting for everybody to be there. Yeah. So in in the but manga, the question uh, is why though? Why why would why they trying to set up? Uh... I'm gonna answer that for you. All right, go ahead. So at the end of the the manga, everything everything plays out the same way the raid on the twentieth ward does, um, except tiny little things here and there. Of course, Hide it is no longer it looks it doesn't look shady as fuck. What? No, I'm just looking at this fried bologna sandwich. And it does look like bread. <laughs> A lot of fucking bread, like barely any bologna, man. I'm sure it's multiple sandwiches stacked up on top of one another. No, if I eat, you know, if I can snoop the high ass, I eat the whole entire thing, just one, one, one giant bite. Okay. What can I say? I'm sorry. He's not Scooby Doo. I mean, he's he's not Shaggy. (laughs) Um, any fucking who? Um, right before the raid on Teku, Kaneki makes a decision to go back and join them. So he's like getting coffee on his way back. He asks Banjo and Hinami if they all would go back and live and working on Teku and he's going to work in the background with Yomo and protect everybody like that because he's only hurting himself and being selfish by staying away. Mm-hmm. And he makes that decision the day of the raid. So the you remember the scene where he's like walking in town square, he looks up and he sees on the news that yeah. the raid on Yeah, it's so much more heartbreaking knowing that he decided to go back. Yeah, also. What do you mean how so? I just told you <laughs> wait, wait, say it again? In in the anime at the at the point where Anteku's about to get raided, Kaneki 
is still a part of Algiri Tree. He's still doing all that shit. He just like came. He had that conversation. He found out about the one-eyed owl story from Yoshimura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the manga, he gets that exact same explanation from Yoshimura, and it convinces him to come back to Anteku. Mm-hmm. So he's going home. He's telling Banjo and them, let's go back to Anteku. Let's try to live the way I was living before. I was happy then, mm-hmm. and I want to be happy again. I want to have that. Mm-hmm. So when he's walking that night, because he's going back the next day or whatever, and he sees the raid news, he is devastated because he just decided to go back and be happy with them, and it's about to get taken from him. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be just as sad. It's just... It's just what and what for you? Well, yeah, because like, because honestly, like, regardless of if he was working out a Giri tree in the in the anime, or rather, if he decided to go back to Anteku in the manga, th- there was no doubt in my mind that the coffee shop and all the people, all the ghouls that lived there, was was special and family to him. So, regardless of whether he was, yeah, you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say? I, yeah, but it's just it's just hard because it's the one, not the one time, but the most clear time where we see Kaneki just like no. I don't have to be a martyr. I don't have to do all this. I can just go be happy and be uh, selfish. You know what? You know what's funny about that? Well, not funny about that, but funny how like an anime that 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 role and that sentiment went to Toga. Yeah. So we still got that heartbreak, like like you know, uh, she was living happy with her human friend. She had cool friends and family. She was going to college. Yada yada yada. And yeah, she already <coughs> lost her brother. Lost the purpose. She lost her mom. Lost her brother. Her father. And now she has all this, and then you know, yeah, fucking uh, uh, nah, here she was the other one. Anteko's getting burned down. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, in the in the manga, Toka never does. She doesn't go to the ward during during the raid. She she stays the fuck away. Like you know, like you know what it seems like. I I don't know how much more you have to say, but I want to say this. Just a little bit. There's a. I just want to talk about the last chapter. All right. It just seems to me that the anime the animators decided to. For some reason, make Tokyo Ghoul not as dark as it should have been. Yeah. But but then again, they did a very good job of, I guess, PGing it up. Like, if I would have read the manga, yeah, I may be a little disappointed about, oh, shit, this is much darker than the manga. But it, 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 it wasn't done in a convoluted way. Like, I guess I got to give props to that. Like, you know, I feel like it could totally go a different way. From, from It doesn't, I, in my opinion, having read the whole thing and seen it, I, I don't feel cheated. Right. I'm just a little bit disappointed. It, it doesn't deserve all the hate it got. It, it just feels like low key, like legitimately, the animators and manga were able to create two different shows successfully. I I I I, yeah. I, I would argue, like, dang. So know? here's the here's the last little bit. It, we're in chapter one forty two, chapter one forty three territory. Um, everything is played out the same. You got the black dogs; they're all dead. You got the devil apes; they're all mm. dead. However, most of them have all been killed by fucking. Senior Special Investigator Arima. He is the white-haired god with the glasses. Mm -hmm. The prodigy. The genius. The the head of all the forces. Or at least one day he should be. Honestly, he's just a young dude who's just extremely talented at killing people. Woohoo for you, bitch. (laughs) I don't like him. Um, Kaneki has fought Amon, killed him. Um, and he's gravely injured. We saw in the in the anime, they both like fell on the ground at the same time. Amon's just dead, dead, and Kaneki's just deeply wounded. So he crawls into the sewers to to like heal himself, go back, and this is where he finds Hide. 
it's not he doesn't go back to on he doesn't like pass out in the street and then Hide comes finds him and drags him all the way back to Antegu, which like let's talk about that in the anime real quick. How the fuck did he get him there with the stomach wound? Hmm. Alright. So a stomach wound so bad that from the moment we see you on screen, you are you are dripping blood. And you're just gonna make coffee and wait for your friend to stop freaking out and then die in front of us like that. Um, let me tell you, it's a little bit dark in the manga. Yeah, yeah. how's it happening in the manga? Um, Kaneki and Hide are in the sewers. Mm-hmm. Kaneki is gravely injured and he knows in order to heal because he hadn't eaten in a while, he needs to eat. Kaneki eats Hide. Say something. Yeah. Say something. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, that, that's like, like. Like, what would you like me to say to that? Like, yeah. React! That's, that's sad, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a, it's not a, I'm not going to say optimal. Well, how do I say this? It's, it's sad. It's not unexpected. It's not unexpected. But, versus what we got. Once again, yeah, we watched, we watched the PG version of a, of a, of an R-rated manga. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel a little bit disappointed? I never read the manga. This is, I'm just going based on what you told me. Okay. If, 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 I, if I were to read the manga, then sure, maybe I may feel some type of way, but I'm not going to read the manga. Anywho, we get this long metaphor about death and flowers. It's gorgeous, a little bit like emotional, but at the end, I'm just like plowing through it. Um, Kaneki is eating Hide. He comes face to face with Arima. Uh-huh. And they got to have it out because Kaneki wants to get the fuck out and see what he can do to help. And Arima is just like, I ain't going to let you go, boy. Let's fight. All right. So, Arima, quote-unquote, kills Hide. Uh, not Hide. Kaneki. What? He takes him out. It's a brutal, savage, gorgeous fight. I'm disappointed that we just got, like, a, what? It was like a minute and a half mm-hmm. of Kaneki walking down the snowy street with Hide's corpse. No, give me that fucking fight. I, I feel robbed. <laughs> if, if I'm going to pick a sticking point, it's going to be Dr. Kano and the Arima versus Kaneki fight. Give me that fight, goddammit. Right. Um, They're fighting in the sewers. Kaneki's taken out. Next time we see Arima, he's going to go attack the one-eyed owl, who, who the Cyclops owl. Mm-hmm. owl. He's going to go attack him. They fight. All that shit happens. Um, the, one-eyed, the Cyclops owl is like, it's time to go. She eats her daddy's body. Um, and this is what I was saying earlier. It's a beautiful scene. She, uh, her dad's corpse is laying on the ground. In the anime, I loved how beautiful it was, where it looked like he was reaching towards his dead wife's spirit. Um, mm. That makes me feel a little bit differently in the manga, knowing that he killed her. Um, so maybe that's why we don't get that when he dies. Right. He just fucking dies. Right. Um, but we see, you see the silhouette of the one-eyed owl's Kagane, the monster version, mm. and you just see another silhouette within the silhouette of his daughter. Right. The outline of her body, what she looks like, and she's reaching out her hand to her dad. She eats him. But she eats him not to digest him, but to store him. Because at the end of this chapter, we see that Yoshimura is in a regenerative tank. And Edo, which is the bandage girl's name, Mm. is talking to Dr. Kano and saying, can you bring my daddy back? And that's dark as fuck. Wait, what? The, the, so you're saying that the, the leader of Anteku is also the... The leader of Algiri Tree. Wait, what? You what? said this person in the bandages. Mm-hmm. The, the chick was the reporter. 
is the daughter of who? Yoshimura. The, the leader of the of, of Onteka. Yes. Sorry. My bad. What? So he has two children. He has one child. So she's also the one eyed. She's also the one eyed. Uh, one eyed owl. Yes. Uh, I guess that's uh, 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 I don't know. Mm. I think I think you should just uh, read chapter one forty three. It's like eighteen pages. It'll like, be fine. Like, like that's a that's a, like that that that's a cool that's a cool reveal and all. But I, it's it's hard for maybe because maybe the first time I've seen it, right? Like the whole Jekyll and Hyde thing because her is her. Her human persona is, you know, her fucking being an art or whatever. And then her, when she's all bandaged up, just regular the ghoul form, she's all like ditzy and bubbly and just kind of like a like, like a pot stirrer, right? But for her and her her, her one eye ghoul form to be like like that terrifying and that kind of, I don't know. It's it it, 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 it if that were, if I have to take that information and, and rewatch the anime, that now I'll feel a gist because now this is go back to what I was saying before. If you're gonna do this with the whole Kano thing, I need twenty episode seasons because now I I need I need. That's that's where it's first hinted at when we're in Kano's lair and she's talking to him. Right. She plays a much bigger role throughout the throughout the manga. Right. She just keeps fucking popping up. And you want to talk about who just keeps fucking popping up? We get a flashback of when Kaneki is having his dying moments. He has this little speech about his mom and how he can relate and why he finally understands why she kept providing for her sister when she shouldn't have had to. Right. And he realized that even though I I hated you for it, I turned out just like you. I gave up everything that I wanted to keep the people that I love safe. I gave up everything for them. At the end, I died a martyr, and I shouldn't have done that. I should have just been selfish and happy. Um, And that's where he quote-unquote dies. But he flashes back to the day that he should have died, the accident with Rize. And he looks up, and there is a bitch in a clown mask insinuating that them fucking clowns started this entire shit. Whole... They pushed the beams off. So okay. The 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 mask maker, the red haired bartender chick, they've been knowing the whole damn time what the fuck was going on. They just wanted to see shit play out. And I can't wait to see them clowns get something in damn Tokyo Gori. Right. I need to know more about the clowns. As right. much as I hate them. But like <laughs> why? I ain't gonna lie, I totally forgot about his, his mom had the whole thing about, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, the cl- so, okay, so, looking at season one and through two with the new information I have. So, Rize was killed by the, the clown. Rize is killed by the clowns. Kaneki has been not, because it says in other files, everybody else has died. Kaneki has been erased. His new name is Haize. Haize Sasaki. And the last panels of chapter 143 is Haize Sasaki introducing himself to Akira Mato as her brand new partner. Are you still a ghoul? Who the fuck knows? Because I don't know. Mm. So the the clowns started the entire shit. Right. Yoshimura's daughter is the leader of Algiri Tree. Set his entire life ablaze and at the end still wanted to save her daddy. I don't know what that's about. Um, um Amon's dead. Takizawa's dead. That's the that's the young CCG investigator. Yeah. Shinohara is not dead. Weird hairline guy, he's in a coma. Right. That's like he's an anime. <clears throat> Juzo Suzia, Stitch Boy, yeah. is uh he lost a leg. All right. 
Um, I th- I think that's all the big players. Right. Every, everything stayed the same. Right. Now, what, what was I going to say? Uh, fuck. What was I going to say? <clears throat> Overall, I'm not... I'm not mad at the adaption. Having seen it first without watching the manga, and I'm glad I waited to finish it before. Mm. I mean, finish it after we had watched Tokyo Ghoul Route A, so I wouldn't have all of this information coloring my opinion of right. it. I honestly believe it's a good adaption. Yeah. I mean, honestly believe it's a good anime. Right. I think it's a bad adaption because obviously, clearly, it doesn't stay faithful to the source material, but right. it couldn't at the time, I don't right. believe. All right, all right. Well, yeah, no, no, I remember what I wanted to say now, but like, yeah, just, I think you put it pretty perfectly. It's a bad adaption, but a good anime. That, 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 that's, I think that that's more reason why and we're kind of talking about this off mic about how we're going to do our next episode. That's why I don't really, A, I don't read manga because I hate reading, right? That's number one. But B, <laughs> but B, oh, sorry, Muffin's a librarian for guys you did not know. Uh, B, also because I feel like I'm, I'm going into it with like biased eyes, right? Because, am, 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 because honestly, and tell me if I'm wrong, you know, the DM me or whatever the case is, tell me in real life, you know me in real life. Like, when you watch an anime, are you really hoping that it's faithful to the manga? Like, yes. Not, like, faithful to the manga, like, like, I guess a situation where, look at the Avengers or look at any DC movie, is it really faithful to the comics? Because, oh, like, I see. Because, like, I, I, yeah, like the Infinity War saga is completely different beast than comic books. Right, I, 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 All eighteen different versions. I'm of just, it. I'm just saying. I look at it like this: when you're taking the source material, they're probably trying to do the best job they can to make the story mainstream, right? Because how many people are going to read the manga of anything rather than watch the anime? You know what I'm saying? Like casual fans, anime fans, no fans at all, right? You can easily stumble upon fucking something on Hulu. Like, oh, this looks pretty cool. God bless you. Like, what's this cartoon or whatever looking thing on Hulu? You gotta actively pick up the manga and, like, in, you know, if you look at one panel and it kind of confuses you because you fucking read it left to right because you don't know how to read manga. That can always put you off, right? So, I, I, I'm not too upset when the manga and the anime are different from each other. I can totally understand where, uh, people can be upset especially if they read especially definitely considering if you're a, a heavy anime manga fan the manga usually always comes out before the anime yeah like way before sometimes way way before right you know and then you gotta wonder in in the manga to anime pipeline when you choose to make this decision are you truly genuinely like when you choose to make the decision to stray from the manga I mean, mangas, animes only typically get made if their manga sells. Right. So you have a built-in fan base most of the time whenever you start a brand new anime. Yeah. So it feels like a slap in the face to disregard that mm-hmm. to your most loyal viewers. The people who are consistently going to watch you mm-hmm. are typically the ones who read the manga. Right. That's how you got started in the first place because you realized that there was an audience for this. So for you to say like, "Nah, we can do this shit better," that that's fucking rude. Oh yeah, no, that, I, I can definitely see that. But it doesn't necessarily apply so much to something like Tokyo Ghoul rather than something like My Hero Academia. So My Hero Academia, the the manga readers are fucking out there in full force. Right, right, right. Of course, we're gonna be up in arms when you deviate from that shit because it was fucking well written. Absolutely. Now Tokyo Ghoul, that's a choir fan base. Right. We can't storm Twitter and be like, <laughs> fix this shit. Right. Um, there, there's not that many of us. Right, 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 right. 
Um, and I, yes, I'm a part of us now, even though it is April 15, 2022, and I just read the manga for the first time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, uh, two, two, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I feel. I got to say, two, possibly three final things I want to say. I can't remember the third thing, but I have something to do with overall about, uh, about uh, adapting, having an adaptation for the manga and for the, uh, for the anime. Can't remember what it was, so I'm just going to forget the last point. But one point, I, how do you feel about, I have no issue if, if I were to, not I believe, if I were to follow the, uh, the manga storyline of the one-eyed owl wanting to save her father rather than to, you know, kill him or like to harm him anyway, because I, I'm okay with that because like she's grown to the point where she's a leader of this ghoul organization, still fighting off human, human, you know, uh, them trying to count them down and kill them. So it's like, you know what? I get it. I understand. It. Like, I, I feel like that, like, how do you feel about that? Would you rather her be angry and, and vengeful and want to kill her father? Because I can see her wanting to save him so she can get answers. Right. Instead of, like, wanting to save him because she still wants to be a child. She wants the chance to get to know her father. I don't think mm. that that she has any positive intentions towards him. Right. I think she wants fucking answers because that's what I would want. Right. And then I said, fuck, don't tell me I forgot my second point. (laughs) Shit. Uh... But, so the problem I have is that I don't know where Tokyo Ghoul Re is going to go. Mm. But Tokyo Tokyo Ghoul was finished in a way that it it was always going to have a sequel series. Mm. So if all of these threads that were left cut off by the anime are coming back in Tokyo Ghoul Re... As Tokyo Ghoul Re fans, how the fuck are you expected to know any of this shit without a wife here to sit down, sit you down, well, and tell you by force? Well, do we know for a fact that's what Re's gonna imply? Because what if we? I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. What if, what if we watch the show and everything it ties into the loose thread left by the anime and doesn't? Oh, I'll be totally fine with that. But from everything that I've seen online, that's they expect you to have read the manga in order to watch the show. Oh. Uh, I, I gotta see. For I can myself. be different. I can see for myself. We'll see tonight when for, we start watching. It. For a person who doesn't read the manga, like I said, it'll be interesting to see if I can, because what I've been told, not just by Muffin, but also coworker of mine, that it's gonna be it's weird and hard to follow. I'm like, but, but yeah. I, but I seen it before. Did he read the manga though? Yeah, he read the manga. Oh, okay. When he read the manga when it first came out, so I was explaining. Oh shit. It. Yeah. So when and I was, it's still weird and hard to follow. I know. I've saw. I've seen that the first well, like five to six episodes is just like a weird, completely well, no, different no, no, vibe. No, 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 no. He 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 didn't say the. He said the anime. He, he he read the manga when it first came out years ago, but he also watched Re Re Re, uh, Re uh, you know. Yeah, apparently the first five or six episodes of Tokyo Ghoul Re is weird to fucking watch. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, but no, now I'm right. <coughs> my other point I was gonna make, like the only manga I read besides Attack on Titan, but that's that's a whole Detective Conan. Yeah, Detective Conan, right? Now I I would say yes, beautifully written stories. Excuse me, beautiful written story, but I guess it lends itself differently because it's more of a a murder mystery. But I, I, I guess you know, not really, because when people say good story writing and showing an anime, the manga, they're mainly talking about the uncovering of, of layers of story. Yeah, that's all the type of corner it is. So well, my, my point being is, I, I love reading it, but it's nothing more different. It gives me goosebumps and feels when I can see facial expressions, like maybe a panel that took me five seconds to read. That scene in the anime lasts like eight seconds and lets you pander on it. The music, the silence of it. Because like, I remember one particular scene, right? Like, like the the murderer that they're trying to find. She was watching them like from afar in the woods, right? Look at the monopack. It's literally you you're, you're in the house with that perspective and you see the murder in the distance. But in the anime, you it pans out to her. You you see it from like leg, belly leg up. The wind is just 
no sound. You plant your eyes, and eyes are just like dead, They're like dead, like, like holy shit. Like that's the that's why I feel like man. I can always imagine what uh, a manga would be animated, but to see an anime for me, that's why I probably always prefer anime over manga because it. I, I guess I, I guess I have a good, a good enough imagination. I, I I need to see it and then kind of interpret it for myself. You know. Nah, I can't relate. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm saying that's just me. That like that that's just me. Yeah, there are people like you out there. Right. There are people like me out there. We're we're far fewer in in between. Right. Um, my. My primary form of media is just fucking words. Right. I need to have an active imagination, otherwise I can't enjoy this shit. Right, but like, you ever wonder why I'm so like when it comes to like my analogies and just like describing shit? Like, it so don't like, make no sense to me. Yeah. I don't know how you compare this shit to anything. None of it makes sense. But anyway, I'm looking forward to Tokyo Ghoul Re. I'm debating whether or not to read the manga. Um, I was I didn't get a clear answer on whether or not the 24 episodes that we get because it was released in 2018 covers the entirety of Tokyo Ghoul read the manga. Yeah. I'm, I think that it does because I think it's like 24 episodes in the anime and I think it covers like all 100 some chapters of the the manga. So hopefully that's the case. Right. If not. Um, fuck me, right? Fuck me. <laughs> um, fuck it either me. covers all of Tokyo Ghoul Read the manga or the first 30 chapters. Right. Um, and if they put 30 chapters of this anime into 24 episodes, I'm be sick. You'll be sick, huh? Well, yeah. Well, you must be sure that dead what Attack on Titan about to do. Oh, I'm livid. Anyway, I'm muffin. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> um, and this is when the Blur, the Blur Buffet podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Give us five stars on I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I think you can rate on Spotify now. Uh, follow us on Twitter at So Very Unrelated and at Blur Buffet. Uh, we are now part of the Black Nerd community on Twitter. Um, we'll see you guys at DreamCon soon. We just booked our Airbnb. That's exciting. Um. Hope to see y'all people there. Maybe we'll give out stickers on the random, force people to listen to us. Yeah, man. Anywho, we're out. Uh, bye. Deuces.